We've got news on backfield splits, some players to target in trades, and maybe a sneak peek at Thursday Night Football right now on Fantasy Football Today in five. Yo, what's up? It's Adam and Dave here with your Wednesday morning edition of Fantasy Football Today in five. Thanks to everybody for listening. And if you're watching on YouTube, thank you for joining us this evening. Uh, Dave, let's start with some news items. David Montgomery, four to five weeks. This, this broke late on our Tuesday morning podcast. What do you think about Damian Williams with this opportunity? It's Vegas, Green Bay, Tampa Bay, San Francisco, Pittsburgh, and then a bye. So those might be his games. Vegas, Green Bay, Tampa Bay, San Francisco, Pittsburgh. Uh, what do you think about Williams? I like the Vegas matchup, and the rest of them I'm not a big fan of, but I am definitely a fan of running backs that are going to get 15 touches per game as long as he stays healthy and as long as Khalil Herbert doesn't break out or do anything spectacular, which I don't think anybody's expecting. This is what we're going to get from Damian Williams is 15 touches per game. He was good in the past game. Going back to 2018 with Kansas City, 61 catches in his last 31 games, 4.7 yards per carry. So he's got a little bit of juice, and we know that he can play on third downs. That's what you're hoping for is that you've got somebody that you can start as a 15-touch guy moving forward. DeAndre Swift, we'll talk about this backfield here, a report from ESPN that the use of Swift and Williams will depend on the scheme they face every week. Does that give you confidence in DeAndre Swift as a must-start running back? I still think he's a must-start in any league where catches count, and frankly, he's pretty much a must-start in any league where catches don't count. He's he's a good running back that when he's healthy, you really have you have to be loaded at the running back position to actually say, okay, I'm going to sit DeAndre Swift this week, or a matchup that was just way too unfavorable for them, which uh, for this week against Minnesota, no way that that's the case. In fact, I would say that the matchup is great for for Swift this week because he's going to be able to fly around the field, catch passes out of the backfield, utilize them in that role. They don't necessarily need a hammer, uh, except you know short yardage situations when they get to the goal line. I don't think they're going to kill the clock in this game. So it should be good for Swift this week, and then you just take it week by week. But I think at worst, he's a number two running back moving forward. And then for the Eagles, ESPN's Tim McManus said that it's creeping closer to a timeshare and will stay that way unless and until Myers Sanders, Miles Sanders excuse me, starts busting loose. You know, actually, look, Miles Sanders is leading all running backs in carries, fewest carries per broken tackle. Um, he's also been very good at breaking tackles in the passing game. You know what he needs to break loose, Dave? He needs carries, for God's sake. I don't get it. <laughs> It, it, how is he supposed to break loose with two carries? You know, it's seven carries. It's ridiculous. Right. So what do you Nine think about Nine in his this? last two games. Yeah. Well, that's on the coaching staff, but I, I think if he were considered to be a great player by his coaches, he wouldn't be in a situation where he's fighting for carries game after game. Usually coaches like to feed their workhorse running backs. They even like to feed their running backs. Forget the word workhorse. Throw it out. I don't think it applies here with Miles Sanders, and I don't know if Miles Sanders is their guy right now. So I would continue to be very pessimistic about him. Uh, probably barely a number two fantasy running back just because he's a guy that's got some talent that we know is going to play. We just don't know just how much work he's going to get from week to week. And matchup against Carolina it was great for the Cowboys. I'm not sure it's going to be that great for the Eagles. Alex Collins, according to the Athletics, Michael Sean Duggar, unlikely to get a bigger role in that backfield. So I think we're 
Honestly, happy to see that. We don't want more committees. That's the last thing we want. Now, let's talk about some players we can buy low or sell high on. You got anyone that you're trading for a buy low target? I've got a bunch of names. My favorite guy to trade for right now is Calvin Ridley, who, despite not being a great, he's a very good fantasy receiver, but he hasn't been great. He hasn't come through on the value in which we drafted him. Adam, I believe he's either third or fourth in the league in overall targets with 42. He has four targets inside the 10, and he's just continuing to lead the Falcons in in targets and catches. I believe he's leading them right now. I don't think Cordero Patterson has jumped that much on him, but he's certainly a big part of that offense, and the offense is starting to evolve a little bit and get a little bit better throwing the ball downfield. I can't help but think that the person who drafted Ridley is frustrated with him. They might be 1-3 and or 0-4, and and they might be willing to trade Ridley to get a starter or two back that can help their team win a game. That's what they need to do right now. And it's those fantasy managers that are 4-0 that make the savvy move to go and acquire him while his value is a lot lower than where it was a month ago. You got about 10, 15 seconds left. Give me a sell high. Uh, my favorite sell high is Debo Samuel, just because he's been so... I mean, targeted and crazy deep plays in San Francisco. I don't think those are sustainable. I think the target volume is going to go down eventually. And now here comes Trey Lance under center. Lance was off target on four throws last week and a half. He's he's going to be productive for fantasy, but I'm worried about just how much work and how many efficient numbers we will get from Debo Samuel. Those are some buy lows and sell highs. We've got plenty more on the Wednesday Fantasy Football Today show. We'll see you then. And we'll see you tomorrow with Dave's favorite prop bet, player prop, for Thursday Night Football. Thanks for listening. Got to get back on top of that. Yeah, all right. We will. We will. Start a new streak. Absolutely. All right. We'll talk to you then.